0: aggressively optimistic truth teller. I am that truth teller, your host Shay. Welcome back to the show. Season two, episode two. Let's get it. Okay. Um, I'm trying to hurry up and you know, get this episode recorded before um, the sky caves in. It's been a very unseasonably warm day here in Alabama. And you know what that means the thunder the thunderstorms are coming okay the thunderstorms are coming so let's just go ahead and hop into this episode without further ado you already know what it is you already know the vibes okay this is mouth of the south podcast if you want to send in a bless your heart submission send it to my email mouthsouthpod at gmail.com that's mouth and south with an f okay without further ado let's go ahead and jump into some political shit y'all, for a second there, I ain't think it was gonna happen. I ain't think we could really get it done, but it has happened. It has been completed. Trump out of here, y'all he out of here he gone he gone that did need some clapping too. he gone for real for real y'all for real it's it's crazy. I haven't heard anything about Trump in the news. In the past couple of days, like I went all weekend without hearing anything about Trump and it was glorious. The only thing I heard about Trump was that them articles of impeachment, them second, number two, top two and he not two, okay? Number two set, the second set of articles of impeachment are getting brought today. I'm recording this on Monday. Um... And they about to bring those articles of uh articles of impeachment to the to the Senate in about two two hours, okay? Two hours top. So that's the only thing I've heard about Trump. And um and it's been absolutely glorious not having to hear that man's name. <sighs> Don't it just feel like a weight has been lifted? So let's just go ahead and get into the inauguration. Let's go ahead and get into this inauguration, okay. Because we just had this, this past Wednesday, they had the, um, cute little inauguration down to DC, you know, it was a very, very nice event considering the fact that, you know, the government still owe us money. I saw somebody tweet that and y'all I about fell out. <laughs> like that show was a nice inauguration for y'all to still owe us $2,000, but you know, it was a very, very cute ceremony. They did very well. Um, let's just go ahead let's just let me just skip over the rigmarole let me just get to the meat and potatoes because I want this to be a short a shorter episode last week I hit y'all with a cute hour almost and you know that was a lot of my time and that took a lot of time to edit so let's just go ahead and get to the meat and mother effing potatoes of the situation Michelle Levon, Robinson Obama when I tell you she came through and she was not playing with the girls or the boys or the kids or the children, or the pets. She wasn't playing with your goldfish. She wasn't playing with your little guinea pig. You got down to the house. She was not playing. Mama came through. Okay. What my plug? I need to hold on. What my all of it, all of it for Michelle? Because when I tell you she came through with the swoop. The hair was just luxurious, okay? The hair was just falling up, up, upon her shoulders with such grace and such elegance. Then we had, she just looked like a tall glass of Merlot, y'all. She just looked very wine, very much red wine, very much, you know, scandal Thursday nights on ABC, okay? Very much so I'm sitting on a white couch drinking a glass of red wine. Um, the belt out on the the waist, what waist? Snatched. Um, and she just came through tipping and, you know, Obama was with her, you know, Barack Obama, the 44th president was with her, you know, he was there as well, but the icon, the legend, I just had to have a whole stand moment for Michelle Obama because she came through stepping. Okay. She came through dripping drip drip. Okay. Um, and it's just such a contrast to Trump's inauguration where, you know, they were going high when she really wanted to go low because sis came through at the, the previous inauguration with a cute bun like I got now, okay, a quick slick back, eco-styler to the edge, and some water, okay, and a cute little windbreaker and was like, look, I'm here. Take your little presidency or whatever, and let's be out. Obama, let's be out. Obama's out, okay, okay. But um, it just goes to show that when it's actually someone that you, you know care about and someone that you think you can act, that can actually do the job, you'll show up looking your best. Okay, you'll show up looking like a million bucks because you want to portray to everyone that you support the administration and what it's gonna do. So, Michelle came through tipping. You know, Kamala came through nice jacket, nice purpley toned jacket set. Dr. Jill Biden. Okay. Came through with, the fashions were just really, the fashions were at an all-time high. I could tell everyone just wanted to pull out their Sunday's best because not only did we make it through 2020, we made it through four years of Trump and came out on the other end, you know, still blessed and still breathing. So everybody came through in their Sunday's best and my man Bernie came through, (laughs) y'all... Internet, y'all did not have to roast my man the way y'all did. Y'all know I stand Bernie Sanders all day long. And they roasted him for coming through being Bernie. You know, Bernie, he came through with his documents. He had his mittens on, his his good little Carhartt jacket, okay, just trying to be warm and trying to read over his notes before he went back to the Senate to get this budget together so he can get this money to the American people, okay? Bernie said, you know what? I'm going to come through y'all little inauguration or whatever. I'm going to tip through because, you know, it's protocol or whatever. And I'm trying to make sure, you know, I stand with, I stand with the administration, not against, but, um, I got stuff to do. I got work to do and I don't have time. And y'all made my man, Bernie, a whole meme out here. (laughs) Y'all put Bernie everywhere. Okay. In the video, I'm going to put here in the video, you will see some of my favorite Bernie memes. Okay. They put my man everywhere in everything. And I was here for it. I just want y'all to realize, because I already know this, and my fellow Bernie stands. we already know this, but I'm just glad that America is starting to realize the national treasure that is Bernie Sanders, okay? He is, a like, a like I said, he's a national treasure. He is to be adorned, and he is to be cherished, and we are blessed, blessed to have a Bernie Sanders on our team, okay? And even more blessed that he has a fully democratic Senate and now we can actually work towards some change for the American people. So, you know, Bernie had his documents that he did not come to play any games. Um, who also did not come to play any games was miss Amanda Gorman. Okay. Where my applause, let me get my applause for miss Amanda, because sis showed out with the poem. Okay. 22 year old poet laureate. Came through, yellow pop, Prada jacket on her beautiful brown skin, red crown adorning her crochet style. First of all, let's get into this crochet style, okay? Because I need to see more of this. I need to see more crochet styles being brought to the forefront. Because crochet styles are peak protective styles, okay? You get your hair in a good crochet style, you can leave it up for two, three weeks, four weeks. and give your And give your arms a break. Give your scalp a break. And give your hair a break and then you know you take it down you wash it out and you get it right back popping with another protective style so I personally that was that was what really touched my heart was her getting up there with that crochet style looking so beautiful just showing y'all you know just making it regular (laughs) okay just bringing out the normalcy of it all and I was here for it um I was reading about Amanda and in in the midst of my research, I found out that there have been no poems read at any GOP president inaugurations, inaugurations, okay? Um, I guess GOP and the P does not stand for poetry because they do not fuck with a good poem. But I honestly feel like the poem was better than any... <laughs> Any speech Joe could have gave, you know, his inaugural speech, we'll get to that after, after I finish giving Amanda her praises. But I just feel like poetry really can speak to the spirit and the soul of people. And if you don't like poetry, it's because you don't have a soul. Okay. And we're going to leave that just how that is. Alrighty. So, like I said, her poem was amazing. She did a great job. The Poise. The poise at 22 years old to get up there in front of all those diplomats, to get up there in front of the Michelle LeVon Robinson Obama and not flinch, period, because I know. <laughs> I just need, if whenever I meet Michelle Obama, because I do plan on meeting her in my life one day, I, I plan on that happening in my trajectory. I um I just need to be forewarned. You know, just tell me Michelle's going to be in the room um, so I can go ahead and have my cry in the car. <laughs> Cause I, I'm going to be a mess. Like that's my inspiration right there. Becoming is right over on my bookshelf. And I, I check out an excerpt from that book daily. Okay. That's, that's my inspiration. And that's, that's my, um, that's who I aspire to be when I grow up. Okay. But, um, Miss Amanda, she came through my favorite line from her, from her, uh, poem that she recited, which was called, which was titled the hill we climb. Um, my favorite line Being American is more than a pride we inherit. It's the past we stepped into and how we repair it. And that just speaks volumes to the inaugural speech that Joe Biden gave as he was inaugurated as the 46th president of these United States, um, which of course was a speech of unity, a call for unity within the nation, um, a call for everyone to come together as Americans And, um, to that, I say there can be no unity without reconciliation. I wish that America would learn this lesson. Um, I used to think that this was just something that happened in black households, but I am starting to learn as I get older, that this is a truly American trait to just feel like you can do wrong to a motherfucker and be like, well, I'm sorry, let's unite (laughs) with no reconciliation whatsoever, Um, I pray that this call for unity is not just simply a call and just asking Americans with sense who didn't storm the Capitol and, you know, cause an insurrection against our democracy um, and not just, you know, a call for those Americans to just kind of, you know, sweep it up under the rug and not give a fuck about it anymore and just be like, well, you know, it happened, but we're moving on and we're uniting for the greater good. Um, no, there needs to be some sort of reconciliation. There needs to be reconciliation for the, um, the terrible, um, enactment or rollout of this pandemic plan. Was there a plan? (laughs) We don't know if there was truly a plan. They called it a plan, but, um, 400,000 plus deaths later, um, it seems like the plan there was none. Um, There needs to be reconciliation for that. There needs to be reconciliation for the 40 million plus Americans who have had to apply or are still applying for unemployment at this time, who are unemployed, underemployed. There needs to be, and there has always needed to be for, uh, since our nation was built, um, reconciliation to black Americans who have fallen victim to police brutality, who have to deal with the fact that The same blue lives that don't see any value in their lives are allowed to take off those uniforms and go storm a Capitol and then put that uniform back on and then try to police me and tell me about law and order. There needs to be reconciliation for a lot of things, um, in this country. And we have the, we're in a space to do that now. And, um, my prayer, and I'm just going to go ahead and slide on into the Biden administration is that, you know, Biden actually puts these things in motion and him and Kamala actually do what they need to do as far as controlling the Senate, uh, controlling the House, and ha- having the executive branch to just go ahead and get it done. You know, get get what needs to be done for the American people. And it seems like Joe Biden is putting his best foot forward. Um, there, he, last week after his inauguration, my man was signing the executive orders, okay? Joe Biden probably has a little bit of carpet tunnel, okay? My man was signing those executive orders all day. He signed at least fifteen last week. He has fifty three possible executive orders he wants to sign his first week. He undid the Muslim travel ban. He stopped production on the um on the southern southern part of the border wall stopped production on the keystone x l pipeline um did what he needs to do to get us back into who back into the Paris agreement. Basically just trying to undo every, all the fuckery that Trump did, okay? The same way Trump came in trying to undo all the progress that Obama made, Biden's trying to get in there and stop some of the bleeding of the Trump administration. And I just need him to continue to do so. Um, As well as, like I said last week, do what he said he was going to do. We need that minimum w- wage raise. We need marijuana decriminalized. Um, Trump as needs to be fully impeached, like I said, those articles of impeachment are supposed to be coming to the Senate today. So we should get some type of reconciliation for that come, I think they said February 8th, they're going to start the trial on that. Um, the Democrats are in a really good spot to really be the people's party that they claim to be. I am so happy that Bernie Sanders, um, like I said, is already getting his, his meme shine but also that he's in a position to really be able to push this progressive agenda to the forefront. Um, We don't need to worry about supermajority. We have a majority in the Senate, so those bills need to get passed. I understand there's supposed to be a supermajority in their protocol, and you're supposed to have 60 votes to pass so-and-so, and you got to reach out reach across the aisle and grab you some Republicans so you can get them last nine votes. And to that, I say, pooh! you already have the majority and you have a Democratic vice president, president pro-, pro tempore of the Senate. So you have all the votes you need. They need to get rid of um that super majority. Go ahead and get get it done and, pa- and pass this stuff for the American people. I understand that Democrats are... I don't want to call y'all feckless, but child, we are a bit feckless. Like, I ain't going to say we, because, bitch, when it comes to that part, I ain't feckless, okay? I'm ready to get the work done. I feel like it should have been done. But Democrats like to play it safe. They like to play it on the, um, they like to, I like to, I think they like to stay on the defensive. Like, they don't know what to do when they have the ball. Like, they have the ball and they freeze up, okay? Um, I was about to make a James Harden playoff joke right there, but I'm just going to let that ride. We're going to wait till we talk about that in sports shit. But um, they just freeze up when it's time for, to be on the offensive, and they don't, they don't want to overreach too much or even reach into their power too much for constant worrying of what the Republicans will do when they get back in power. And to that I say, who the fuck cares? Do what you need to do for the people now, and then the people will reward you with continuing to vote you into power. That's how a democracy works come on y'all y'all know this (laughs) so yes all in all the inauguration was cute it was real cute or whatever y'all came for Bernie but it's fine because he's he's gonna save us he didn't get to be the president that we all deserved but he will be the budget committee chairman that we all deserve okay um I think that's it for the political shit like I said I'm kind of just zooming on through, cause I I want to beat the rain, and it sounds like it's already starting out there. So if you hear some thunder on the mic, I'm it's fine. It's just a little storm outside. But um, yeah. Oh, uh, when Kamala was being sworn in, sworn in, Justice Sotomayor. What? Why you pronounce her name wrong? <laughs> Y'all not Kamma Kamala. La. She tried. I think she said Kamala and K- Kamala was like Kamala Harris motherfucker <laughs> I do solemnly swear as Kamala <laughs> but your last name is Sotomayor but you don't never mind that lady like, legend I ain't even gonna go in on her go 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 ham justice go ham Alrighty, righty that's it y'all that's it for the political shit let's go ahead and get into some music shit Y'all, what in the hell was that (laughs) versus? Why they do Keisha and Ashanti like that? I'm offended. Okay, first of all, I'm offended with verses because they have been doing the same people in the room you know, the people in the room together for the past about four or five verses. One person catched the COVID. yeah' because you know they say that's why they had to uh reschedule the first time is because Ashanti tested positive for the COVID child after she was over there in Kenya petting giraffes and all type of shit came back and was like what I caught COVID oh well I'll be darned I can't believe <laughs> what being traveling on the airplane I, I caught it I go wow by golly I can't believe that shit but um yeah, I understand, but if she had a negative test, they still could have been in the same room together. Like, I feel like they set my girls up to fail, but you know what? <sighs> then the ladies also set themselves up to fail because Tri-Keisha Cole was about an hour and a half, two hours late, had a shanty up there playing hits by herself looking crazy. I'm just sitting there looking like, Po shanty. Oh, Shanti, she got to sit here and sing. She she sung about every feature she had. She had to use all her songs for the verses just for the prelude. Just to, you know, make, just to hold people over until Keisha showed up. That shit was a hot-ass mess. Then the sound then the sound was trash on Keisha in. And on Shanti in, too. So the sound was a little bit trash. So you could tell that they kind of... The singing was a little off. The sound was a little off. Swiss Beats was in the comments talking about it's disrespectful. You know what? You know what was disrespectful, Swiss Beats, that you ain't getting the same verses that everybody else had. Okay, that's what was disrespectful. Had they been in the same room with the same equipment, we could have got the verses that we deserved. Okay, ever since y'all postponed it back, back in back at the beginning of the year or the end of last year, whatever happened, whenever y'all postponed it. We could have got the verses that we truly deserved, but instead we got, I don't know what that was. I really don't. Keisha kept getting up, walking away. I'm like, "Where is she? where are you going, girl? What is you? you got a pot on the stove? What is happening? <laughs> She's like, who's my greens, child? Hold on, let me go. I'm going to check on my greens real quick, child, because I don't know what's going on with this. I'm fuck this little verses. Um, child, verses, if y'all ain't going to do it together no more, just go ahead and call it a wrap y'all should have ended y'all really should have ended with the the patty and the Gladys night for real y'all y'all took it to the peak there but then the Gucci Mane and the Jeezy was also kind of good though that was kind of good I don't know this one just the energy was off I don't think a lot of people were saying that Keisha had an attitude I don't think she really had an attitude I think she just kind of has that you know she got she little she a hood girl, you know, she already got that little hood girl wall up, you know. They ain't we I say we as I'm a little bit of a hood girl myself, you know. My cousin used to always tell me that I was, I'm one degree away from, from hood rat. But you know, it girl, I see on the slob, See, look at that. One degree away, I tell you. <laughs> but um, yeah, she just a little, you know, she just a little hood girl. She was already late, frustrated, annoyed. And of course, it's just gonna read all over the mug. You know, you just you're not finna be frustrated, annoyed, mad, and then be able to come out there and put a smile on and act friendly. Like, bitch, you go first, okay? Because I'm not in the mood. <laughs> um, another thing that was kinda weird, Keisha Cole brought out OT Genesis. Um, didn't he talk bad about her mama and her sister? I thought after he released his uh Crip version of Love and um him and Keisha got into it real bad on Twitter. Didn't he say he sold Keisha Cole mama crack? <laughs> <laughs> and then like dragged her sister when her sister jumped in on it or jumped into the conversation, trying to defend Keisha. And now that's your homeboy. you bringing him out at the verses? Okay. Child, the whole, the whole thing was just weird. Like they should have just canceled it for real. This is not what the people deserved. The early 2000s are looking at us in shame and shaking their head because we did not do the early 2000s justice, okay? Ashanti... (laughs) Ashanti Light, a.k.a. Jennifer Lopez, getting to sing at the inauguration... Sing, air quotes heavy, at the inauguration... And then y'all going to do a Shanty like this. Just no respect. That's was no respect. That was That's what was disrespectful, Swiss, Swiss Beats. How y'all did the legend, Ashanti, okay? Um. Yeah, verses may need to just hang it up. If y'all ain't going to do them in person no more, just go hang it up. It's, it. It lasted us all throughout the quarantine. It was an amazing experience. There were some really great ones. I still don't think anybody has topped as far as energy goes. Um, Jill Scott and Erica Badu, like that was just a whole vibe. That was just light some incense, light you a little something else, okay, and just vibe out. That was really a whole vibe. And then, of course, um, the T-Pain and Lil Jon, that one was also a vibe and took me back to my high school days, my junior and senior year in high school days, freshman and college days, you know, very much, um... Mid two thousands two thousand eight two thousand nine realness okay, but um yeah verses if y'all finna try to go back to each person bringing their own internet and <laughs> using their own phones, um it's gonna be a it's gonna be a no for me. Um y'all played my girl so bad and it was the disrespect that you gave. Um yeah that's pretty much all I got to say about the verses. What did y'all think? About the verses, who do y'all think won? You know, I'm just going to have to say just by tenacity alone alone, that Ashanti won <laughs> by default just for the fact that she showed up on time, had the tenacity to sit there and wait it out while Keisha Cole, you know, went through everything she was going through. And then, you know, continued on about her business. And she really sung her songs, you know, to the best of her abilities because she's a singer as well. A singer as well, if you get what I'm saying. Keisha was off key. I just just don't know what was going on. But uh, Ashanti won and the culture lost. (laughs) Let's talk about some sports shit. (laughs) Let's talk about how the media, the sports media, is not asking James Harden the right questions. Because everybody's asking him, you know, how much he likes playing with the Nets and how he's meshing in with the team and all of that jazz, which is cute or whatever. But I'm trying to know, was he on keto? Like, what diet was he on to lose all that damn tantrum weight he gained trying to get off the Rockets? What was the diet? I need to know. Because my brother went from looking like he had on the clumps fat suit (laughs) while he was in Houston to svelte and and thin, okay, getting his life back together when he got to the Nets. Um, I wanted to talk about James Harden and his tantrum, the effectiveness of his tantrum that got him off of the Houston Rockets last week. But you know, I was so long-winded last week I couldn't get any extra topics in. So, um, yeah, Harden threw him a nice little a nice little temper tantrum, and he is now on the Nets. With KD and Kyrie, kinda. You know, Kyrie just came back, because he was he got caught in the club in the middle of coronavirus, hitting the two step with his sister for their thirty for her thirtieth birthday party. They was hitting the two step in the VIP, and they quickly hit him with the fourteen day quarantine. Okay, <laughs> right around the time when Harden came through. But um, what do y'all think? What do y'all think of the trade? Like, it was a four team trade. Brooklyn gave up their whole bench. Okay, they don't have no bench left. So niggas better be ready to play <laughs> all the minutes because the bench is gone. Jerry Allego, uh, what's the other young man named Chris LeVert? He gone. All they, all, all the picks. Okay, ain't no picks in in 2022. Okay, y'all don't get to even come to the draft. The Nets don't even get to show up to the draft because y'all ain't got no picks. Them all gone too. So let's just hope that this can be. The, an NBA big three that they hope and dream that it can be. I, um, I'm always rooting for everybody black. I'm always rooting for an effective temper tantrum, an effective one. Okay. That doesn't harm anybody else because, you know, it. James Harden really didn't harm anybody, you know, besides the Rockets organization. Um, <laughs> and the fact that they tried to give this man everything, Dwight Howard, Chris Paul, they tried to give him everything that he needed to stay with the Rockets. And he just, they just couldn't get out the second round of the playoffs. They just could not get out of the playoffs. And, uh, you know, when Mike D'Antoni left, he packed ship. And James Harden packed on the calories so he could pack ship right along with him. Um, So what do y'all think of the trade? What do y'all think of Harden going to the Nets? Do you think that Harden and Katie and Kyrie have the potential to be an NBA big three, to get to take their team to the finals, to get that ring? Um, Do they have the potential to be a LeBron, D-Wade, and a Bosch? Okay, my personal favorite NBA big three, okay, as far as as my lifetime. Um, Do they have the potential to be a KG, a Kevin Garnett, a Ray Allen, and a Paul Pierce? Hopefully, minus all the you know the antics that comes with the Paul Pierce. <laughs> Do they have the the um, talent to be uh, a Manu Ginobili, a Tony Parker, and a uh, Tim Duncan on the Spurs? Do they can they make the big three really happen? Um, personally, I'm not sure. Um, Kyrie and James Harden both like to play like real ISO with the ball. They both like to you know give you lots of dribbles through the legs, in between the defenders, and take it to the hoop. You know, lots of lots of ISO work. And KD, I mean, he's KD. He's one of the best players in the league. So you know, he gonna do his thug thizzle regardless. But it's just gonna be interesting to see how they continue to mesh as it goes along. So far, they since Kyrie's been back. They've lost in double overtime to the Cavs and they've lost some pretty close games, but you can see the wheels are turning. They're trying to get, trying to get the, um, the matchups right and figure out what they're going to do without a bench. (laughs) You got, you got James Harden, but do you have a bench? That's the question. Um, so yeah, let me know in the comments, what y'all think? Do y'all think that they have the, the big three potential? I'm going to be keeping my eye on this. Of course. The NBA season is in full swing and I'm very very happy about it. And um yeah, y'all let me know what y'all think. Um yes, let me know y'all's thoughts. Let's go ahead and close out the show. Alright y'all, we have come to the end of another episode of Mouth of the South Podcast. There will be no Bless Your Heart segment this episode. I know, I'm sure everyone's heart is broken, but um, I just don't have any hearts to bless this week and I just don't have any, um, (laughs) I don't have any energy for anybody. (laughs) I really don't. Um, but make sure you tune into the podcast. We're going to be here weekly where podcasts are found. Uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to your podcast, you'll find Mouth of the South Pod. Send in your questions, comments, concerns, any bless your heart submissions for weeks like this when I don't have any hearts to bless. I can, you know, just pass the blessings on to one of, one of the folks y'all need to, one of the hearts y'all need to go ahead and let, let have a little something. So turn so email me your bless your heart submissions to mouthsouthpod at gmail.com. That's mouthsouthpod at gmail.com, mouth and south with an F. You can also send me questions, like I said, comments, concerns, any, you know, anything you wanna talk to, to your girl about. Gonna send it to the email. Um, I'm gonna start getting the clips up on YouTube this week. So check the description box below for uh, the YouTube link, so you can go on there, watch some clips, and leave your comments on the YouTube channel as well, and make sure if you go to the YouTube channel that you like, comment, and subscribe, okay, don't just be going over there sipping, all right, and leaving comments, you better go over there and like, comment, and subscribe, all right, so yes, that's the end of the show today, we're going to go ahead and close it out, and as we say down here in the South, people are dying that ain't never died before, until next week, bye y'all. <laughs>